I'm your host, Brian Wells, and I'm a fourth-generation homesteader. Since 2008, my family and I have been homesteading here in beautiful upstate New York. In 2019, I launched the Homestead Journey podcast to help people just like you get started and find success on their journey towards self-sufficiency, self-reliance, and sustainability. This is the Homestead Journey, and this is Season 4. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Homestead Journey podcast. My name is Brian Wells, and I am coming to you from 3B Farm and Homestead here in beautiful upstate New York. And yes, this is season four of the Homestead Journey podcast. This is actually episode number 159. Hard to believe that the next episode is actually officially going to be 160. Now, we have released more episodes than that. If you count in the uh, five minute Friday series that we did a couple of years ago, but as far as main episodes, hard to believe that we are coming up on episode 160. So if you are brand new to this podcast, thank you so much for uh, giving it a listen and checking things out. Certainly, there's a lot of ways you could be spending your time today, and the fact that you are spending some of it with me is certainly greatly appreciated. And if you are a longtime listener of the podcast, well, thank you so much. It is always a pleasure to talk to you and to hear from you. I have heard from a number of you listeners this week, um, emails and people reaching out on social media, and it's always great to hear from you. So thank you so much for that. If you would like to reach out to me, you can reach me via email, brian at thehomesteadjourney.net. And then all of the socials, I'm in, I shouldn't say all of the places because I certainly am not, uh, but the main ones, Facebook, Insta, and of course we are on YouTube. And so you can reach out to me on any of those three. Before we go any further into today's episode though, I did want to apologize for getting last week's episode released late. I've been having some technical difficulties with my editing software, which is supposed to interface with my hosting software. And it's worked like a dream up until a couple of weeks ago. And all of a sudden it's just started giving me fit. So anyhow, thank you so much for your patience uh, and bearing with me and my apologies for not getting it out in a timely fashion. But here we are, episode 159, and today's topic is going to be a continuation of our new series on empty nest homesteading. Uh, My son, Brian Jr., is graduating from high school actually this coming week, and then we have about seven weeks, and he is off to college, and then it's just going to be Bonnie and I kicking around 3B Farm and Homestead. It's going to be kind of down to 2B Farm and Homestead. And so as we walk through this journey of becoming empty nest homesteaders, the the goal of this series is to help any of you who currently have kids because you will be following in our footsteps and it will come quicker than you imagine. I remember back when Brian J was young, people said to me, enjoy every minute of it. Don't blink. You'll miss it. And here we are. 
on the other side, and certainly it has gone fast. And so on this episode, we're going to spend some time talking about five ways that I am trying to rediscover purpose in my life. But before we get into that, let's jump on over to this week's Homestead Happenings, and I'll bring you up to speed with what we've been doing here on 3B Farm and Homestead. Well, it certainly has been a rainy week here on the homestead, and we have desperately needed it. It had been dry. Early in the spring, it it was rainy, 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 and then all of a sudden, we didn't get any rain, and it got really, really dry. But this week, we have had rain off and on, and there is just something magical about rain, folks. You can irrigate your garden all you want, but they get a little taste of that thing called rain. And boy, does your garden start to explode. Now, along with that, so do the weeds. And I've been battling my my nemesis. Is that a word? Uh, Nemesis. Anyhow, (laughs) red rooted pigweed and lamb's quarters are problematic for me in my raised beds. And I know mulch is something that, you know, is helpful. And in my roost stout bed, it is very, very helpful. But in the raised beds, until you get things established, it's a little bit difficult to get the mulch in there, especially if you're doing uh, square foot gardening like I do and you're planting intensively. So you're planting more in squares than you are in rows. And so you have to allow things to germinate and get popped up before you can apply that mulch to try to suppress those weeds. And so in the early stages of the garden year, those are just my two nemesises or nemes. I don't know. Nemesi, <laughs> but I battle those two in particular personally in a little bit, but red rooted pigweed and uh, lamb's quarters are just brutal for me. Now I have a secret weapon. I did an episode, I believe it was last year, I don't remember what episode number it was, about the wire hoe from Neversink Tools Farms. And that works okay. But what I found this year is that I've really enjoyed using my Japanese sickle hoe. Now, the Japanese sickle hoe, it's about 18 inches long. It's got a long handle and then a very sharp blade on it. And that has really been working out well for me this year. I like it a little bit better than the wire hoe from Neversink Tool Farm just because I can control it a little bit better, especially in these early stages of the garden. When you've got those tender seedlings, I just am am finding that I prefer that Japanese sickle hoe. And so this week in my newsletter, I did include some information regarding the Japanese sickle hoe just because I found it so helpful. And so if you are not a subscriber to the newsletter, if you head on over to the homesteadjourney.net slash newsletter, you can get signed up and I will keep you up to speed with a lot of things that are going on around here. But periodically I find those tools that just really, really work well for me. And that's one that I'm really enjoying. And it's like less, it's less than 20 bucks. I think the one I got was 17. There's some that are cheaper than that, but the one I have was $14.99 or $17.99. I don't know, but it was definitely less than 20 bucks. So check it out. If you are battling red rooted pigweed or lamb's quarters like I am or any other kind of weed, definitely check out that Japanese sickle hoe. I think 
you will enjoy it. But certainly, I have been out in the garden dodging rain drops as best I can, trying to stay ahead of those weeds. And so it's been a little bit more difficult to be out there, but I am trying to stay ahead of those uh, evil things. Now, I know you can eat lamb's quarters. I know you can eat red-rooted pigweed, but the fact of the matter is we have it in such abundance, there's no way I'd be able to ever eat it all. Um, So uh, I just keep pulling it and trying to kill it and stay ahead of it. And then hopefully once things get established, I'll be able to get some mulch up there and we'll be able to keep those things under control. But this week we started the the exciting part of gardening, and that is we started enjoying the, the fruits of our labor, so to speak. We enjoyed some lettuce, some arugula, and some spinach, and some salads, also some radishes. Now, I've shared with you before, I'm not a huge fan of raw radishes, but there's something about this variety that I planted this year. It doesn't seem to be as spicy um, as it has been in past years. I don't know if it's the variety or if it's just the conditions or maybe just my old tongue is not quite as sensitive anymore. (laughs) I don't know, but uh, I really enjoyed some of that. And in fact, we had, um, fish tacos one evening this, uh, this week, and we used some of the lettuce from our garden and I included some of those radishes in that fish taco. Now, I don't know if that's traditional ingredient in fish tacos, but it was there. uh, And so I included it and boy, it was good. It's just a nice little bite, but not too much and a sweetness and a crunch and it was good. I really, really enjoyed it. And so this is the part of the gardening season that I I love because now I am starting to uh, enjoy the fruits of our labors and that will continue on throughout the summer. But things are really starting to pop up nicely in the garden. Again, this rain that we've had just seems to give it that extra fuel that watering just won't do. And so the raised beds are looking good. Things are starting to pop up nicely up in the Ruth Stout bed. And so that's exciting. We have some things that are popping up in the green stalk planter. Some flowers that I planted last weekend are starting to come up. And so it's just exciting to see all of those things popping up and we will be able to enjoy the fruits of our labors throughout the summer on into the fall. And then as we preserve the harvest into the winter months, and that is just so very rewarding. I did want to provide you a little bit of an update on the farm truck. I had somebody reach out to me not too long ago and ask me, Hey, how's the farm truck working out for you? Well, the farm truck's been parked since before we went on vacation. Um, It was running rough. I think I mentioned that I had figured out there was a sensor that needed to be replaced. I replaced that. And then I discovered that it was just leaking oil like crazy from the main seal. And that was just something that I did not feel like I wanted to tackle or could tackle because I, in order to replace the main seal, you have to take the transmission out. I don't have transmission jacks. It just, to me, was something that I felt like having a qualified uh, mechanic handle it would be much better. And so this week the farm truck made its way down over the hill to my mechanic. And now I am anxiously awaiting, uh, news with regards to what other gremlins he might have found in it, but, uh, hopefully it won't be long and we will have the farm truck back 
but that is where it is at right now. The last thing I wanted to share with you is this week, um, we got some positive press. <laughs> Actually, the, the one article I discovered this week that it had been released back in mid-May, I was actually interviewed for an article for U.S. News and World Report that was published back in May. Honestly, I don't even know if they have a print version of that anymore. It may just be online only. doesn't matter. But that article was released. And so I shared that link this week on Facebook. So if you don't follow us there, definitely follow uh, our page and you can definitely check out that article. It was an honor to be a part of that. And then Jack Polner, my buddy from over at the Mindful Homestead, he's no stranger to this podcast. Uh, he released a video this week about the Southern Adirondack Homesteading Festival, and then just his thoughts on the importance of regional homesteading uh, festivals. And so if that is something that you'd like to check out, head on over to the Mindful Homestead on YouTube and uh, check out that video. I will include a link in the show notes. But uh, if you're not following Jack over on YouTube, why not? He has some great stuff and it's certainly been fun to follow his journey there in Southern New Hampshire. So that's what we've been up to here on 3B Farm and Homestead. Uh, it's going to be a crazy week for us this coming week. Again, Brian Jr. is graduating. We've got his graduation party coming up. And so it's just going to be a, a nutso week um, for us here on the homestead. Looking forward to just celebrating this moment in his life. Certainly going to be very, very bittersweet. Anybody who's had a child graduate knows exactly what I'm talking about. But uh, just looking forward to seeing what life has in store for, for my son um, and his classmates. I think they, they're a good group of kids, and I think they all have a great opportunity to make positive impact in our world, and I just look forward to seeing where life takes them. Well, that's what we've been up to here on 3B Farm and Homestead. I hope things are well wherever you are at. Now, let's jump on over to this week's Charting the Course. So as you can see, it is just me in the studios this week. Banya is not joining me for this episode. Hopefully the remainder of the series, she will be able to join me for, and we will continue discussing, um, our journey from, uh, our journey to becoming empty nest homesteaders and really the impact that is having on our lives. But today's episode is really going to be talking about five ways in which I am rediscovering purpose in my life as we make this journey towards the empty nest. One of the things that really has been weighing heavily on my mind as we have been going through Brian J's senior year is the fact that so much of my life for the last 18 years has been focused and centered around being or trying to be the best dad I could be. Now, certainly I've not been a perfect father, uh, and Brian J probably could share with you many, many ways in which I failed as a father, but I have done my dead level best to try to be present and involved in his life. And now we're going to be parenting in different ways. But as I have been thinking about kind of the next steps and what is a 
I hate to say post Brian J world going to look like, but as he's not going to be here on the day in and day out, what's my life going to look like? You know, the activities that I have been involved in by and large for the last 18 years have really been centered around him. Now, that's not to say that I haven't done or haven't been involved in things that bring me joy and purpose in my life. I have been, but certainly a good part of my life has been centered on trying to be the best dad and involved dad, a present dad that I could be. And so as I've been thinking about this post Brian J world, I'll call it, what is my purpose? My primary purpose was to try to be as good of a dad as I could be. Now, certainly dad is not the only role that I've been filling in the last 18 years, but it has been a major part of my identity. And to a certain extent, this change has led to maybe a bit of an identity crisis (laughs) for me. And so as I've been reflecting on this, there are five ways in which I am trying to rediscover purpose in my life. The first thing is, is that I've really tried to spend some time reflecting on my past. What are the things that I used to enjoy doing before Brian J became a part of my life? What are some things that I maybe, for lack of a better term, gave up or haven't been as heavily involved in um, over the last several years because I was trying to be more involved in his life. And so as I've reflected on that, an example of that is my playing trombone. Um, I used to play trombone when I was in high school and then in college, I played trombone in the symphonic wind and string ensemble at our, our college. And after I graduated and we moved to the Cayman Islands, I played a little bit in, we'll call it a church orchestra on Sunday nights. And then as I kind of moved on in life, I didn't touch a trombone again until 2019 when Brian Jay and I decided to join our local community band. And then COVID happened. And so I kind of gave it up again. And this year I decided to join the local community band without Brian Jay. He couldn't fit it into his schedule. And so that's just been one of those things, just an example of something that I've been leaning into um, as I am thinking about those things that I used to do back in the day. It's like, okay, what are some things that I might want to get reacquainted with? Some things I might want to get back into um, as I reflect on my past. And that certainly has been one of them. But this is also an opportunity for me to start exploring some new interests. It's a time for me to really start thinking about some new hobbies or activities or things that I might want to try that I've not been able to try or that I haven't taken the opportunity to try. Um, Again, because my focus has been on trying to be the best dad I could be. And, you know, an example of that is I have had a, a real interest in learning how to tap dance. Now, that probably is something that you may not have expected <laughs> for, from me. But one of the things that I have started doing is I have been looking around for tap dance lessons. 
And I actually, a friend of mine reached out uh, a couple of months ago looking for people who were interested in, in maybe getting into some tap dance classes and wasn't able to make that work at that point. But I've been looking, you know, coming up into the fall and into the winter months. Is there going to be an opportunity for me to find some tap dance lessons? I don't know. But that's one of those things that I have been looking into because it's an interest uh, that I, I've had. I might try it. I might like it. I might throw my back out, get a Charlie horse, pull a muscle. I don't know. <laughs> but it's an opportunity for me to explore some new interests. And so I am definitely excited about doing that. The third thing that I'm trying to do is to connect with other people. Now, obviously I've made friends and, and have connections with people already, but so much of the friendships that I have and the connections that I have have been made through the activities that Brian J was involved in. And there's certainly nothing wrong with that. I've made some dear friends as a result of coaching sports and being involved in scouts and other aspects of Brian J's life. But, but I've also started to try to cultivate relationships outside of those areas. And that's something that for me, quite frankly, is a difficult thing to do. I'll be the first one to admit, I do not make friends very easily. It takes me a long time to feel comfortable around people and to be able to warm up the people. And if I allow myself to, I can really become a hermit, <laughs> just stay here on the homestead and never go out and see anybody. But I also understand that's not a good thing. It's not a good thing for me because I think, you know, you can get too much in your, in your head, but I also would like to think, and maybe this is a bit narcissistic, but I would also like to think that I have the opportunity to bring value and to make other people's lives better. And if I'm stuck here on the homestead and I don't ever go out and I don't ever interact with other people, then I think people are going to miss out on the joy of knowing Brian Wells. I know that sounds, yeah, very narcissistic, but I think I do have the opportunity. I think I have the ability to make a, a difference in a positive way in our world. And so really trying to connect with like-minded individuals, whether it's through homesteading, whether it's in political circles, um, you know, I'm going to have more time to do that. And I'm excited for those opportunities. The fourth way that I'm trying to rediscover purpose in my life is by giving back. Now, what do I mean by that? I've already kind of set the ball in motion to try to become a part of some organizations where I'm going to have the opportunity to, to give back to the community. And I'm really, really excited about that. Now, certainly I, I have been trying to do that in various ways as Brian Jay has been growing up, heavily involved in church, volunteered a lot through our church, and then also volunteering to be a coach for his uh, sports teams and volunteering to be scoutmaster for him. But now I have the opportunity to do that in even more ways. And so I'm very excited about the opportunity that I have to give back and to volunteer with some organizations that are meaningful to me. And hopefully I will be able to make positive impact in my community. And then the fifth thing, 
which is closely related to exploring new interests, but that is embracing personal growth. You know, you're never too old to learn new things. And so as I look forward to, a, we'll call it a post Brian J world here on the homestead, I'm trying to think, okay, what are some areas of personal growth that I would like to dive into? And there are some professional areas that I've been considering. There are some ways that I'm hoping to expand the content creation that I'm doing here with this podcast, some ways that I'm hoping to be able to provide additional value to you in the homesteading space. There's really a lot of opportunities that I have that I'm excited about with regards to helping me rediscover purpose in my life. One of the things I am well aware of, though, is that I have a tendency to bite off more than I can chew. And so as I walk through each one of these five areas, these five steps, I'm trying to do so in a way that doesn't overwhelm me. One of the things that I realize is that my homestead is going to look different, and we are actually going to explore that as a topic uh, here on the podcast. I also understand that I am going to have to spend some time reconnecting with Bonnie um, and really understanding how it looks to be a husband in the context of being an empty nest homesteader. And so that's going to be another topic that we're going to explore here uh, on the podcast on a future episode. And then finally, as we go through this particular week where Brian Jay is going to be graduating and we're going to have his um, graduation party, certainly there's going to be a roller coaster of emotions. It's sadness as we close one chapter, but also excitement as we look forward to the next chapter in his life. And so as I think about all of those emotions, that's going to serve as the catalyst for yet another episode as we walk through this journey towards becoming empty nest homesteaders here on 3B Farm and Homestead. Hopefully you're finding this series helpful. I know this is something that's a little bit outside of normal homesteading content, but I also understand that, but as I've said before, while there is a lot of content on how to homestead with children, when I went looking for it, I didn't find a lot of content on how to homestead without children or after the children are gone. And so that's really what I'm trying to do is to fill in those blanks because those of you who have kids right now, it won't be long until you'll be sitting where I'm sitting and you're going to be contemplating what's next in your life. What is your purpose after having raised your children? And hopefully these five steps will be helpful to you when you reach that point. Of your journey. That's it for this episode, folks. Hopefully you found it helpful. Again, you can always reach out to me. Brian at the homesteadjourney.net is my email address, or you can reach out to us on all of the socials, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. The links to all of those are in the show notes. Until next time, everybody, keep up the good work. 